the city is all about making this information more accessible and more available to more Australians. So thanks for tuning in. So far, uh, it's been great, well, really well supported. Um, and uh, we're looking for some interview guests as well. So if you're listening or you know someone that would be worth chatting to, um, please reach out. So today we're going to talk more on this topic of um, the changes in soup. A lot of the press uh, this week has been about the government talking about, suggesting that they might change the rules. Um, so I think we've got a few things to, to think about there. Um, just about everyone in Australia who works in has got super, something like 80% of the population, so this affects everyone. And we're going to go back to what the basics of super, what, what it's all about. So I've had the quality of the advice review recently uh, led by Michelle Levy, and I generally support that. That's basically making advice more accessible, uh, easy. There's been lots of issues in the industry for the last 10, 20 years. Um, so that's really good. And now what's come out of that is that the current government, Labor government, taxes in super, um, and it's creating, I suppose what the media is calling the super war, and it's, it's really landed on the lap of the local opposition because they've got all sorts of things they're going to talk about, about fairness, about labor-based promises, and this isn't a political debate, this is just how this will become, some of my political views, it's about how super will become a very political issue. Um, So let's start with the simpler end of super. Let's explain how it works. Um, we'll get to some of the tricky components because um, super is complicated. Um, it's not easy. Um, they never made the system too easy. Um, any part of the Australian tax system is quite complicated. So what we're going to go through here is just talk about the, the rules in super, the contribution rules, and also talk about um, is there a need for more tax collection? Now that's a big picture question, but we're just going to talk about a few stats there. Alright, so step one. Step one is do I have to pay tax in super? And the question the answer is yes, yeah, some people say some people don't pay tax in super. Well everyone pretty much has paid tax in super, unless you have only started a super fund when you're retired and contributed tax-free. But that's pretty rare. Most people have earned money through super and what they've done is they you start working, you money money goes into super, started off back in 1992 as a compulsory system. And that's grown up and, and now we're all uh, paying 10.5%. So all employees pay 10.5%. And you can top that up to $27,500 a year. And that's either a salary sacrifice or you contact your payroll team and they'll increase your contributions. Or you can do that yourself personally. And that's tax deductible. It comes off your taxable income. Um, and that is taxed at 15%. So if you're earning $45,000 and above, then you pay 19 cents on the dollar. So 15 cents is better if you put it into super. Um, 
So just bear in mind there um, how that system works and what their contributions are. Just a second, just a second. The noise behind me here, sorry about that. Um, so, while we're recording, get a bit of noise in the background. So, sorry about that at all. Um, so, you're paying that 15% tax. So, if you're earning under that 45,000, there is actually a system that um, means you don't actually, you don't get, you're not worse off. So, um, we won't go into detail there, but for low income earners, if they pay the 15%, there is actually a government sort of rebate to that uh, up to a certain amount. But generally speaking, 15% in super for those who are working full time. Um, that's a, that's a low, low tax rate, it might not be the lowest, but it's pretty low. Um, and then as you earn more, obviously that advantage becomes bigger. So what they do for you, if you're earning $250,000 a year, then that advantage is quite huge. You're saving 30% tax to put money into super, so they even that up and said, okay, if you're earning over $250,000, you pay over 10% tax, so you're paying 30%. Still a saving, but it is encouraging those high income earners to put more into super. But generally speaking, uh, yes, everyone pays 15% contribution. So the government's collecting 15%, there's $3 trillion in super. The majority of that has been in accumulation at some stage and been paying that 15%. So it's a big money pit for the government. Um, not saying it shouldn't be, but just so you remember, there is a lot of tax already being paid in super. Um, and so you're putting that 10.5%, you're forced to do that, you're forced to pay this 15%. If you, you know, want to take that money out and do something with yourself, you can't, it's stuck in super. So that, from the, the jargon point of view, they call it a concessional uh, contribution. I like to call it just a taxable contribution. Um, and so, let's do a quick calculation. If your employer is putting in $10,000 on your behalf every year, 15% um, tax is taken out of that. So you're, you're left with $8,500 and the government collects $15,000. Simple as that. And that's across every Australian. Not saying everyone earns 100,000, but that's, that's how the system works. Um, so the tax tables at the moment, so again, zero to 18,200, you don't pay tax. So if you're paying super 15%, that sounds a bit unfair, but again, there is a rebate system that works. From 18,201 to 45,000, you pay 19 cents on the dollar. From 45,000 to 120,000, you pay 32 and a half cents on the dollar. Above that, from 120,000 to 180,000, you pay 37 cents on the dollar. And 180,000 plus, you pay 45 cents on the dollar. And on top of that, you pay 2% Medicare levy. So when people say it's unfair, those sort of things, I'm not advocating that you know uh, we give advantages to the, to the wealthy or anything like that, but I'm saying if you're earning over $180,000, you're paying 47 cents in the dollar. Now for anyone who's complaining about equity, like I think if, if you've worked hard and, and you've started a business or you're professional or whatever the case may be, or you, you're running a trade and you're earning over $180,000, I think you're contributing pretty well. Like that's dollar amount, you're contributing, you know, you're talking $80,000, $90,000 a year to the government. Now if you're earning $45,000 a year, part-time or you're contributing a couple thousand dollars a year to the government. So just got to think about the dollar terms sometimes when they talk, start talking about fairness and equity in these systems. Like, um, yes, um, I think it's pretty good. Like, I think, you know, it could be, you know, if you're earning a lot of money, you think that's pretty unfair paying 47 cents on the dollar, plus they want to tax more of the super. So you think that'd be enough, right? You go, okay, we're paying the tax, but no, there's more taxes to come. Um, the next is earnings tax. So while your money's in super, you get taxed at 15 so again, if you've got $100,000 in a super fund, generates 4% income, um, and that tax is taxed at 15%. So, so far you're paying the government, you know, close to $1,600 a year in tax.
effects in your supercar. So you might think, oh, that's sure, that's that's that and again, the government tax revenue uh, over the last 10 years has increased massively, like it's actually gone up um, by a few percentage um, overall. And that's a sign, a reflection of the health of the Australian economy. So, so the government is collecting something like 600, $600 billion in taxes. And back in 2011-12, it was under $400 billion. So it's a lot of tax collection going on. So again, is there a need to be taxing more? Um, before we start talking about where they get that from, but do they need to be taxing more? Um, or should they just spend that money a lot more wisely? Uh, another tax in super is capital gains tax. So if something sold within your fund is paying capital gains tax, if that asset is held for um, more than 12 months, then that reduces to 10% rather than 15%. But again, more tax that the government collects. Um, so again, a bit more tax. Um, so already we've got quite a few taxes there. And now they're talking about taxing more. Um, now, you might have heard people say super is tax-free. Yes, the big concession for super is when you retire. So if you're over 60 and you're fully retired and you've got less than $1.7 million in super, then that's tax-free. And that's because you've paid all this tax along the way. So it's not like you've never paid tax. So this whole call of retire is wealthy people getting tax concessions. They've paid quite a lot of tax along the way to get to that balance. So that $1.7 million is after all the tax. And yes, you can put some money in tax-free into super, but that was designed to encourage people to live off their own money rather than rely on the government and put it in something that perhaps you know, wasn't counted by essentially. So the largest concession is to those over age 60, but the idea was with super that you build up this money and you live off that and then eventually you, you know, might um, be entitled to some major pension when you're 85, but hopefully not between the big spending years of sort of 65 to, to 85, and maybe never. Um, so it's quite a generous concession having 0% in that pension phase, but again, it's not because you haven't paid tax at all. And any money that does go into super tax-free, it's normally a tax payable up somewhere, so it's, it's been you know, inherited, I suppose, but it all could have been earned or saved elsewhere. Now, just when we think that's it, there's more taxes. There's, as I've talked about, there's this uh, excess contributions tax of 15%. There's also death taxes. So a lot of people don't realise this, but when you die, super is potentially taxed. Um, and that tax is quite significant. If you had a million dollars in super and it was all taxable, which is a technical word, we might not go into all the detail here of how this works, you'd pay 15% and maybe up to the, maybe the Medicare levy on top, so $150,000 on that balance to your beneficiaries. Yeah, so put your calls on that. So another 15%, another $150,000. So there's lots of taxes going on. Um, now, many people go, oh, what about these people getting tax free credits and things like that? Well, Okay, let's talk about that. So what is a, a franking credit? Why do super funds, and, and they think it's only self-managed super funds, it's not. But why do super funds get a tax credit? Well, most super funds invest in Australian shares in some component of their super fund. Um, and that, that might be 30%, 100%, 20% of your funds. And those Australian shares are generally paying tax, um, and they get taxed. Uh, some get taxed at 30%, some at 25 depending on their size. And they, there's, there's a policy in Australia called a double, there's a double taxation system where it says you don't get taxed twice. So, that company's already paid tax. If you're the recipient of that dividend, um, you get a credit for that tax. Now, if you're earning 45 cents on the dollar, you're still going to pay tax. But if you're earning zero in, in the super fund, then you get a, a, a credit for that. Now, if you're in a big industry fund, you never see that. It's in your statement somewhere, but no one would know about it. But if you're a self-managed super fund, you actually see that every year you do your accounts. And if you're in pension phase, you actually get a, a check back. And most people in self-managed super funds might get a couple thousand dollars back or more, but that's tax that's already been paid in the system somewhere. 
get confused around this ranking credit system. Now, if the tax has been paid, it's just making sure you don't pay it twice. Um, so, effectively, you know, if you're on a self-managed fund, it, it seems like it's a benefit, but it's actually it's a superannuation thing. It's a tax that's not just a benefit for self-managed funds. Um, so there was previous talk around changing that to just for self-managed funds, which doesn't really make too much sense. So there's lots of taxes. Oh, there's another tax. There's tax on withdrawal. So if you withdraw money from super for some reason and thought you're not um, old enough, you know, 60, 50, can access the money, there's also some Taxes are very complicated to calculation. I won't go through that one today and give that to do it. Get some tax advice. So, really, you know, there's two principles today around let's understand how super is taxed. A lot of tax revenue. Is the government earning a lot of tax? Yes. Um, are individuals, you know, are they taking their fair share? Yes. Individuals last year contributed 40% of the tax revenue, 40% of the tax revenue to the government. Uh, companies are only about 15, maybe 90%. So, so individuals already. I mean, those are the ones that are paying POYG. So you're already, if you're a POYG earner or a business owner, you're already, you're already contributing pretty heavily to the tax revenue pot. So, you know, there's going to be an alarm there if we're starting to talk about more taxes. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that they should, shouldn't have reviews and things should be more efficient, but let's protect this. Let's protect that it's your money. Protect that super is your money. It's designed to help you, and you don't really want this to be a constant taxing thing. Um, in this premise that it's not your money anyway, but it is your money. So that's our point today. Understand that there's lots of tax being paid, whether you've got $100,000 in super or $50 million, you've paid a lot of tax in super. Is it fair to tax that more? That's the question. Thanks for listening in today. I hope it's been helpful. And of course, if you are enjoying these, please share it around. Uh, we're really keen to get the message out there. And again, the purpose of uh, these podcasts is to share the information and get more knowledge out there. So thanks so much for listening in to today's podcast. Just remember, it is general information. Uh, if you need personal advice, please seek a, an advisor or go to our website, cntm.com.au, log in and we can direct you if you need more help. Also, we just want to remind you, if you're loving this stuff, please uh, like and subscribe and share it around. Uh, we're really enjoying spreading the word around super. And hope you enjoyed. So please do like and look out for the next episode. Cheers. These podcasts are general in nature. And what does that mean? Well, it means all the information in this podcast doesn't take into account any of your personal circumstances. So it can only be taken in general. It's not trying to give you specific advice. Um, There are no mention of products or anything like that. But if there were you would need to go and read all the product disclosure statements necessary for that particular product. We interview people and their opinions are their own. They're not giving you advice either. So if you want more information, please reach out to us. If you need personal advice, please seek uh, an independent qualified advisor or visit our website www.archcapital.com.au. Thanks.